This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. They have everything from Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans. They've got everything you want. I have the Saucy, which is a terrific saucepan. It has curved sides. It has a pouring spout. It has a lid. And it looks so elegant. It's really a pleasure just to look at it on the counter, even before we're using it. Yes, I love all the colors. Yeah. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code HAPPIER. That's greatjones.com, promo code HAPPIER. I'm Gretchen Rubin, and this is A Little Happier. I love reading memoirs and autobiographies, and a while back, I read the 1991 autobiography, Will This Do? The First 50 Years of Auburn Waugh. Auburn Waugh was a prolific journalist and novelist, and he was also the oldest son of the acclaimed novelist Evelyn Waugh, best known for his novels Brideshead Revisited and the trilogy Sword of Honor. Evelyn Waugh was also a very difficult person. Of his father, Auburn Waugh writes that his chief defect was his greed, and he writes about an incident, one involving bananas, that took place just after the end of World War II. Here's a clip from a British newsreel announcing a new initiative related to bananas. The first cargo of bananas that has arrived at this port since the war. We hope it's the prelude of many more to come and that the prosperity and development of our trade will continue for many long years to be. Will you accept the ten bananas, would you, would you like one? Yes, please. That's splendid. Splendid. That's splendid. Splendid. A committee of banana tasters make a dockside test. Isn't it lovely? They're of the finest quality, and they're very nice too. This first shipment of five million goes to children under 18 living in southwest England. For the not-so-lucky parts of the country, there's news that other boats are on the way. It won't be long now before we can all say, have a banana. Here's what Auburn Waugh writes about that shipment in 1946. On one occasion, just after the war, the first consignment of bananas reached Britain. Neither I, my sister Teresa, nor my sister Margaret had ever eaten a banana throughout the war when they were unprocurable, but we had heard all about them as the most delicious taste in the world. When this consignment arrived, the socialist government decided that every child in the country should be allowed one banana. An army of civil servants issued a library of special banana coupons, and the great day arrived when my mother came home with three bananas. All three were put on my father's plate, 
and before the anguished eyes of his children, he poured on cream, which was almost unprocurable, and sugar, which was heavily rationed, and ate all three. A child's sense of justice may be defective in many respects, and egocentric at the best of times, but it is no less intense for either. By any standards, he had done wrong. It would be absurd to say that I never forgave him, but he was permanently marked down in my estimation from that moment. When I read the memoir, that story struck me with great force, and it turns out it struck others too. I've learned that this anecdote is actually quite well known. What's so memorable about it? Everything written by and about the writerly Waugh family. Why is this so often mentioned? I think it's the brazenness of it, the shameless lack of consideration for others, of a father using his power to take something precious away from his children, who are clearly intended to receive it. And there's something so concrete about the banana. And it also shows that sometimes, while we might think that someone perhaps overreacted to someone's single action, it may be true that sometimes a single action seems to sum up an entire body of wrongs. Taking those bananas doesn't seem like a kind of grabbiness that Waugh's father did just one time. And whatever moral lesson this story illustrates, it greatly has added to my appreciation for bananas. I try not to take them for granted. In the show notes, I'll post a link to Auburn Waugh's autobiography, Will This Do? I'm Gretchen Rubin, and I hope this makes your week a little happier. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on Homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better. They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework.